Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Inshallah, we are going to continue our journey through the Quran. The first one will be Surah An Nahl, and then we will move on to Surah Bani Israel. So, to begin with Surah An Nahl, this is a Makki Surah, and some verses were revealed in Medina also. This is also called by the companions the Surah of Blessings. It lists blessings one after the other and it's a great reminder for all of us to be thankful to Allah and worship Allah. Verse number one. The command of Allah is coming, so be not impatient for it. Exalted is he and high above what they associate with him. So this is a reminder for us to read the Qur'an and it will benefit our life and we mustn't associate anyone with Allah. Verse number two, he sends down the angels with the inspiration of his command upon whom he wills of his servants, telling them, warn that there is no deity except me, so fear me. So it is Allah who guides whom he wills and there is also a reminder therefore each and every one of us to remind each other and those who don't believe in Allah to worship Allah alone and to fear him also. Verse number 7 And they carry your loads to the land you could not have reached except with difficulty to yourselves. Indeed, your load is kind and merciful. Verse number 17, 18 and 19 I want to just cover here. Then is he who creates like one who does not create, so will you not be reminded. Verse number 18 And if you should count the favours of Allah, you could not enumerate them. Indeed, Allah is forgiving and merciful. And verse number 19 And Allah knows what you conceal and what you declare. So mankind just doesn't do any justice to Allah. Mankind is ungrateful but we are still reminded about Allah's mercy. So give thanks and be grateful for all the blessings that Allah provides. And just as verse number 18 mentioned about the blessings, if we could count them, we couldn't, because there are far too many blessings that Allah provides us with, such as the eye, where we can see from, the ear, from what we can hear from, and all the other senses that we have around our bodies, the heart, how it pumps the blood around the body, our feet, our hands, all the things that we are able to do with them, purely because of the will of Allah and the blessings that He provides to us each and every day. Alhamdulillah. Moving on, more blessings are mentioned in verse number 65, and Allah knows what you conceal and what you declare. 66, and indeed, for you in grazing livestock is a lesson. We give you drink from what is in their bellies. So that is referring to the cow and the milk. Between excretion and blood, pure milk, palatable to drinkers. So how is it that an animal as such as a cow that excretes and also there is blood, there is an in-between that we are able to extract from its bellies and that is the milk that is pure and we are able to enjoy it. Verse number 67 And from the fruits of the palm trees and grapevines you take intoxicant and good provision. Indeed, 
It is that is a sign for people who reason. Number 68. And your Lord inspired to the bee. Take for yourself among the mountains, houses, and among the trees, and in that which they construct. So again, that is reminding about the bees, where they make their homes, in the mountains, the trees, and sometimes even from the things that we construct, as in the houses. Sometimes you might find under your patio, or you know above the roof, terrace, etc., you'll find beehives. And then it carries on, and then eat from all the fruits, and follow the ways of your Lord laid down for you. There emerges from their bellies a drink, varying in colours, in which there is a healing for people. Indeed, that is a sign for people who give a thought. So from a bee that is so small, there is also extracted honey that we are able to enjoy. There's various colours and tastes, and it's just amazing how Allah has provided that through the bee. And those are reminders within this verse. Moving on to verse number 71. And Allah has favoured some of you over others in provision. So reminding us that some of us may be rich, some of us may not be rich, some of us may have a certain provision that uh, another person may not have, but we mustn't be jealous and envious of each other. But then it continues, But those who were favoured would not hand over their provision to those whom right hands possess. So they would be equal to them therein. Then is the favour of Allah they reject. So the people who have extra provision, who are able to give it away, if they have a bit of extra wealth, yet they withhold it, that is as if they are being ungrateful for the favours of Allah. Verse number 72 And Allah has made for you from yourselves mates, and has made for you from your mates sons and grandchildren, and has provided for you from the good things. Verse number 77 And to Allah belongs the unseen aspects of the heavens and the earth, and the command for the hour is not but as a glance of the eye, or even nearer. Indeed, Allah is over all things competent. Verse number 78 And Allah has extracted you from the wombs of your mothers, not knowing a thing. He made for you hearing and vision and intellect, that perhaps you would be grateful. So again we are reminded that when we were born, we had absolutely nothing like in that sense where we didn't know anything. Yet Allah provided us hearing and vision. We were able to see and then take in whatever was around us and we were able to learn as well in that sense. Moving on to verse number 36. is a mention about the battle between prophets and rejectors, which is constant. So, you will always find people, even nowadays, who won't believe, even though the signs are around them, it still won't be enough for them. So there are no other warners apart from what you see in front of you. Verse number 36. And we certainly sent into every nation a messenger, saying, Worship Allah and avoid Tagut. And among them were those whom Allah guided, and among them were those whom error was deservedly decreed. So proceed through the earth and observe how was the end of the deniers. Verse number 43 And we sent not before you except men to whom we revealed our message. So ask the people of the message if you do not know. So the warners were there and they all came with the same message to worship Allah alone and be grateful. 
So we know of 124,000 prophets that were sent, and of those we know a few. Even from the previous nations, we heard that the birth of the daughters were not a preference, and they used to uh, practice something that led them to killing their children, as in the girls. So Islam changed all of this. The attitude was completely changed. Verse number 57, And their attribute to Allah, daughters, exalted is he, and for them is what they desire. Verse number 58, And when one of them is informed of the birth of a female, his face becomes dark, and he suppresses grief. 59, He hides himself from the people because of the ill of which he has been informed. Should he keep it in humiliation or bury it in the ground? Unquestionably, evil is what they decide. Verse number 60. For those who do not believe in the hereafter is the description of evil, and for Allah is the highest attribute, and he is exalted in might the wise. Allah is praising the concept of having girls. Prophet Muhammad says, if anyone protects their daughters, they are a mechanism, a shield for you to enter Jannah. He would show Fatima love and care. Uh, girls are a blessing from Allah. This is teaching people to appreciate and be happy about girls. So all these verses in this surah are reminders about the blessings that Allah has given to us. Verse number 80. And Allah has made for you and Allah has made for you from your homes a place of rest and made for you from the hides of the animals and tents which you find light on your day or travel and your day of encampment and from their wool fur and hair is furnishing an enjoyment for a time. So that is referring to tents and also the home and a resting place that we are able to use from the fur of the animal and the skin of the animal. So going back to all the things that we have been provided with from cattle to milk, travelling, the tents, etc. It leads us to a very important point that we have been given authority by Allah to humanely use the gifts within these animals. We have permission. So again, we have to treat them in an ethical fashion. And when it comes to slaughtering them, of course, we slaughter in the name of Allah. There's an example that was provided. Prophet ﷺ said to someone who was about to sacrifice an animal, it was giving milk to its young one. So he said not to do that. Animals are treated ethically. So don't say you're not liking it. Uh, no one is forcing you, but don't go against the word of Allah. So this is a case of lawful and unlawful items. Verse number 116 And do not say about what your tongues assert of untruth. This is lawful and this is unlawful to invent falsehood about Allah. Indeed, those who invent falsehood about Allah will not succeed. We cannot go against the rulings that Allah has sent to us and decide for ourselves what is lawful and what is unlawful. So what is the purpose about reminding us about these blessings? Verse number 82. But if they turn away, O Muhammad wasallam, then only upon you is responsibility for clear notification. Verse number 83. They recognize the favor of Allah, then they deny it. And most of them are disbelievers. So the purpose of that is 
to remind us that Allah is blessing us, but amongst us are those who are still going to disbelieve and they are going to be ungrateful. But as long as you do your part in letting them know, there's also a very well-known verse in this surah, which is verse number 90, and this is mentioned in the uh, khutbah every Friday. Indeed, Allah orders justice and good conduct and giving to relatives and forbid immorality and bad conduct and oppression. He admonishes you that perhaps you will be reminded. The last part of the surah is reminding us about Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam, verse number 120. Indeed, Abraham was a comprehensive leader, devoutly obedient to Allah, inclining toward the truth. And he was not of those who associate others with Allah. So Ibrahim alayhi salam, even though his father and the people around him were worshipping idols, in fact they were building idols to put them into the Kaaba, he would not believe or worship any of those idols. He always knew that there was a higher power and he knew it was Allah. Verse number 121 He was grateful for his favours. Allah chose him and guided him to the straight path. Verse number 122 And we gave him good in this world and indeed in the hereafter he will be among the righteous. Verse number 123 Then we reveal to you, O Muhammad wasallam to follow the religion of Abraham, inclining toward truth, and he was not of those who associate with Allah. So again, the reminder there for Prophet Muhammad to follow the Abrahamic religion, which is the monotheistic religion, to worship one Allah alone. There's a reminder about preaching to others. Verse number 125, Invite to the way of your Lord, with wisdom and good instruction, and argue with them in a way that is best. Indeed, your Lord is most knowing of who has strayed from his way. And that concludes the Surah of An-Nahal. Now we will move on to Bani Israel. So Isra is the night journey, which is from Mecca to Jerusalem. There are mentions of the children of Israel in the Surah and Masjid Al-Aqsa as the blessed place. So the Isra is Mecca to Jerusalem and the Miraj is the ascent unto heaven. So Al-Isra, Al-Miraj, when you hear that, that's what it means. There is mention of the rise and fall of the children of Israel. So the land around it is blessed. Verse number one, exalted is he who took his servant by night from Masjid Al-Haram to Masjid Al-Aqsa, whose surroundings we have blessed, to show him of our signs. Indeed, he is the hearing, the seeing. So this land should be accessible for all faiths, as history shows. It is not related to any race, religion. It is a blessed land. So the children of Israel, they broke the covenant, verse number 4, and we conveyed to the children of Israel in the scripture that you will surely cause corruption on the earth twice, as you will surely reach a degree of great haughtiness. Verse number five. So when the time, verse number five. Uh, so when the promise came for them first of them, we sent against you our servant of ours, those of great military might, and they probed even into the homes. It was a promise fulfilled. 
Verse number 9. Indeed, this Quran guides that to which is more suitable, believers who do righteous deeds, that they will have a great reward. This Surah also mentions the powerful signs of the day and night. As mentioned, everyone will come on the day of judgment with their book. Verse number 13. And for every person we have imposed his fate upon his neck, and we will produce for him on the day of resurrection a record which he will encounter spread open. So these books are over our necks. We are holding we are going to be holding them over our necks. And we are going to be presenting to Allah and ourselves. So of course there is mentioned that if you want this world, take it. It's yours. It's for anyone. But know that there is a punishment coming. Verse number eighteen. Whoever should desire the immediate, which is here and now, we hasten for him from it, and we will to whom we intend. Then we have made for him hell, which he will enter to burn, censured and banished. Verse number 19. But whoever desires the hereafter and exerts the effort due to a while he is a believer, it is those whose effort is appreciated by Allah. So of course, people who have an enjoyment in this world, but they are also thinking about the hereafter, that they are going to be leaving this world one day. For those who make that effort, it is appreciated by Allah Himself. Verse number 20. To each category we extend, to these and to those, from the gift of your Lord. And never has the gift of your Lord been restricted. So both of these categories will get things in this world, but is a hereafter where the actual ranks will take place. So we are in a temporary world. Set your goals for the next. Verse number 22, do not make as equal with Allah another deity and thereby become censured and forsaken. So worshipping the world instead of Allah, worshipping money, worshipping other things that you feel are more important than Allah, you are actually worshipping them and you are not seeing Allah as important. So that's something we must try to avoid. Verse number 23, and your Lord has decreed that you do not worship except him and to parents good treatment so two things there worship Allah alone and to your parents give them good treatment and it moves on whether one or both of them has reached old age while with you say not to them as much as oof and do not repel them but speak to them in a noble word so you shouldn't even say oof to your parents or something bad instead say to them kind words Verse number 24, and lower to them the wing of humility out of mercy and say, My Lord, have mercy upon them as they brought me up when I was small. Verse number 25, your Lord is most knowing of what is within yourselves. If you should be righteous in intention, then indeed he is ever to the often returning to him, forgiving. Verse number 26, and give the relative his right and also the poor and the traveller, and do not spend wastefully. So the people the relative to his right, that could mean your immediate family, as well as your neighbour, as well as the traveller and the poor, we mustn't spend wastefully. And those who are wasteful are the brothers of devils, as mentioned in verse number 27. So it continues from verse number 29, going into verse number 37. I urge you to read these because there are so many rulings 
within these of how to treat your neighbors, the orphans, and, you know, inheritance, and also giving a full measure when you are uh, providing uh, for a business or working in a business that you are fair in your transactions. There are so many things in these verses that we can all learn from. Verse number 38, all that its evil is ever and in the sight in the sight of your Lord detested. Verse number 39, that is from your Lord has revealed to you. That is from what your Lord has revealed to you, O Muhammad sallallahu of wisdom. And all mankind do not make as equal with Allah another deity, lest you will be thrown into hell. Allah has no children. Allah has no family. He is alone. He is Allah. He is the one. And he is our Lord, our creator. There's also a mention about Iblis and Adam in this surah. Learning something new about the wisdom and the stories that are mentioned. Again, there are some repetitive stories, but the actual stories in them, there are different lessons that we can derive from them. So in this surah, we are told about the tactic Shaitan uses, verse number 64, and entice to senselessness whoever you can among them with your voice and assault them with your horses and foot soldiers and become a partner in their wealth and their children and promise them. But Satan does not promise except delusion. So everything that we own, whether it's through our travel that mechanisms that we use, whether it's within our homes, whether it's within the voices that we hear, all these things, Shaitan is trying to deceive us in many ways possible. With regard to the voice itself, our scholars are saying these could be referred to as instruments, so musical instruments. And the factual statement is the music industry, it is not wholesome or upright or moral. Anything that you listen to, uh, especially with the bands, etc., they don't really give positive messages. So we must cut back on certain things and draw ourselves to Allah. There's also blessings that we have as mankind Verse number 70, and we have certainly honored the children of Adam and carried them on the land and sea and provided for them the good things, preferred them over much uh, of what we have created with definite preference. There is also a number of verses with regards to comforting the Prophet Muhammad and also talking about previous prophets. Verse number 101, and we had certainly given Moses nine evident signs so that the children of Israel about when he came to them and Pharaoh said to him indeed I think O Moses you are affected by magic and then Moses said uh, you have already known uh, none has sent down these signs except the Lord of the heavens and the earth as evidence and indeed I think O Pharaoh that you are destroyed so Moses went to Pharaoh he warned him there's also mention about the Tahajjud prayer, verse number 79. And from part of the night, pray with it as an additional worship for you. It is expected that your Lord will resurrect you to a praised station. Prophet Muhammad wasallam, he was chosen for one of the highest stations. And then we are reminded to call upon Allah. 107. Say, believe it or do not believe. Indeed, those who were given knowledge before it, when it is recited to them, 
they fall upon their faces in prostration. Verse number 108. And they say, Exalted is our Lord. Indeed, the promise of our Lord has been fulfilled. So that concludes the Surah An-Nahl and Bani Israel. Please join us next time where we talk about Surah Al-Kahf. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.